Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Host Anthony Dietrich. We are recording live on Monday, November 2nd. I am joined, as always, by my partner in crime, the former mayor of Danger Bay, Kevin Costello. What's good, my dude? It's honestly a little weird that you said episode 80. I can't believe we made this all yeah, 80 I mean, episodes. Holy shit. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> there's technical episodes, there's episodes that are not episodes, and then there's episodes that just never get released. And you know, it's it's starting to become more apparent that I'm very bad at, at, at getting these episodes out sometimes. But um, we have a special guest, so that means it will get out on time. We have yeah. Brad Perez, <laughs> who is multitasking right now. He's playing iRacing and podcasting. I don't I don't think there's anyone working as hard as you right now in the NASCAR world. Yeah, absolutely not. I am, um, you know, working on working on them deals. You know, racing against absolute computers. You know, working really hard for my ride next year in the uh, virtual car. Of course. Yeah, of course. Dude, get ready for that uh, Coca-Cola iRacing League next year. Getting that run ready. Yeah, man. I don't even know what that is. Got to win your league first. But yeah, we got Brad in here to talk a little bit about uh, how it was in the freezing cold tundra of Martinsville. And, uh, you know, give us a little bit of a sneak peek for this weekend. Because we got our championship four coming up this weekend. We finally got the grids together. And holy shit, Kevin. Was this what we expected at all? With I mean... I guess the way 2020 is, we kind of expected nonsense to happen, but Kevin Harvick not making the championship four, that's kind of like a funny joke almost, but yeah, kind of sad. I'm not even, like, with his performance at Martinsville, I don't feel bad for him that he didn't make it, but I do feel horrible for the team because literally the reason they were so behind at Texas is that NASCAR said green flag on a rainy or misty racetrack, and then yeah. he was the first one into that corner slipped up at the wall and then fell back and couldn't recover. So that, that's what I'm frustrated about with Harvick in that situation. But, I mean, NASCAR got what they wanted here. So I really don't have Chaos. anything else to say about that. Yeah. All I could think about the entire race is this is Methy's favorite race ever. This is full-on blown chaos. <laughs> it was like, if you are running second behind Joey Logano in the points, basically, like something bad is about to happen to you. You had the trouble with Harvick getting his tire uh, cut by Kenseth and having a bad run. Then you had Hamlin. I, I mean, what was he, speeding on pit road? It sounds like the most Hamlin thing to happen. 
Something yeah, bad had, happened. To him. Something bad, yeah. And he moved back, and then Keselowski's running in second in points, and then he moves back. So like, no one wanted to win this race. Oh, yeah, Even no. Chase Elliott's pit crew messed up midway through, and then they actually caught themselves, so good for the nine team there. It really uh, wouldn't be a championship four-round without a lot of controversy, and there's, there's just so much controversy to talk about. This is probably the most controversy coming out of a race that I can remember in... I'm not going to say since Spingate. I was going to say since Spingate. Maybe 2015 but Talladega. That's yeah. That's what I'm thinking. Or like I know we had a lot of controversy after this year's Talladega too with the the no call on Hamlin. But oof, it's a it's a fun week in the NASCAR Twitter world. That's for sure. Yeah, and right now they're talking about the radio communications that just came out for Eric Jones. Almost made us want to maybe push the podcast back, but Kevin's busy with school. I'm busy with life, and Brad is busy dealing with these AI right now. <laughs> so we couldn't, we, we can't push it back. We'll hope for the best and hope that they don't penalize. But I mean, I've seen championship five thrown out there. Like, I think, where do you want to start? You want to start with like Harvick, Hamlin or, or yeah, we got to start. I think, I honestly think the championship five theory could be a thing. Had Harvick not lost eight points in on the last lap. Like if he, if he would have lost by one point, you know, stay where he is, uh, after wrecking mm-hmm. Bush, which shout out, shout out to Kyle Bush, by the way, by doing yeah. a full 360 and keep going. Fucking awesome. Kyle fucking Bush. <laughs> KFB, baby. That, that, was, that was really cool. But I mean, I don't think they can. What are you going to do? Dock Hamlin points? No, he didn't do anything wrong. You got to, uh, you if add... you're going to penalize anyone, unfortunately, you have to penalize the 20 team. And you yeah. can't penalize Jones, per se, by doing what is crew chief. I don't know. It's, it's a situation that. NASCAR did not want to find itself in, but currently finds itself in. There's going to be controversy no matter what, so they yeah. just kind of got to deal with the blowback that's going to come their way. But, I mean, it if anything, helps for this weekend upcoming because you're coming off a fresh Chase Elliott win, first championship berth, you know, like yeah. star of the sport or what NASCAR wants the star of the sport to be. And then you also got, you know, the controversy going on, Harvick, that's a big talk. And then also, you know, just a new track and – Phoenix that we have yet to see a championship race at that leads to a lot of possibilities and I think it's going to be a very good race too. It's the first championship format or like the you know round of four um, finale without Kyle Busch, Kevin Harvick, or Martin Truex Jr. involved. Wow, that's wild. Yeah, that is wild. That. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Like coming into this year, I want to say they were. Harvick and Bush had been in five out of the six, and then yeah. Truex had been in Harvick, four. Harvick had pretty much been in every single one I could think of, maybe besides like, I want to say 2016, he wasn't in. Yeah, it was besides that one. Yeah, and I mean, Harvick, obviously the best driver this year, nine wins. I mean, I think you couldn't have made an argument that Denny Hamlin was just as good, but like, I mean, this isn't even Harvick's most dominating season, which is a scary thing. And in 2018, um, he had eight wins, but more top fives and more top tens and a finishing, quote-unquote, third in the championship. And, I mean, it's just unfortunate. I think Kevin Harvick probably should have more championships than he deserves. It's kind of like how Jimmy has more than he deserves. I don't know. <laughs> there's, there's no one out there that you can say, like, if you're, if you're saying, you know, we want the top four teams in, in Phoenix – no one can say Harvick isn't one of the top four teams. I mean, yeah. it's, it's he's the best. I'd say he's still number one uh, in my book, more so than Hamlin. And I don't know, it's sucks. Um, yeah. I'm actually going to take a quick look at the season long points if I can find yeah. them. So yeah, right well, now, Harvick apparently would have clinched the championship at Texas if we were under yeah non playoff Cup championship. 
non-playoff standings after Martinsville, Harvick is up on the next best being Denny Hamlin by 110 points, which is yeah. pretty much Again, a cool that's two also race. implying, you know, that we would have the stages and everything too. So you got to keep that yeah. in mind. But so, still, but I mean, that's... That's ridiculous. Insane. <laughs> yeah, this will be a season that no matter who's the championship, it'll be, it'll be remembered that Kevin Harvick was the best driver this year. By far. I agree. I think I saw Jeff Gluck posted on his athletic top five. Oh, someone pays week. money for Jeff Gluck. I no, I don't. I actually, you can click on it, see the first like three paragraphs, and then it says block. But usually I like to just see what the highlight is. And yeah, from what I saw, he pretty much acquitted uh, the what we have now to golf. It's like a lot of the drivers are saying like more That's wins true. throughout the season. They would rather have them championship, and I guess that, that is means totally true. We're at the point where you'd rather win, you know, a, a major yeah. being like a, a Coke six hundred, Daytona five hundred. I mean, uh, the Southern Daytona five hundred is the Masters. You could say that. Mm-hmm. Then you have like you know the U.S. Open, which is like probably well it used to be Indy. I would assume now it's probably the Coke six hundred, and then Bristol yeah, Darlington. I, there depending are, on how you look at the crown jewels. Yeah, it's it's I don't know. Because, like, I mean, I watch golf. Uh, surprise, people. I, wa- I watch a boring sport. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I love – I actually love golf. I'm, me and my buddy have planned an entire weekend uh, around just sitting on his couch watching the Masters all weekend. Um, so the thing is, the PGA Championship – or not the PGA Championship. I'm sorry. The FedEx Cup makes no sense to me. You win so much money. I think you win $14 million if you Jeez. win I, I know, right? That's, like, some serious <laughs> money right there. Um, but I mean, I don't know how it's calculated. I don't know how it's figured out. It's like NASCAR in the 1970s where it's like, if you show up for every single race, yeah, you're probably going to win the championship, but like you could also show up for like half the events and be David Pearson and just be really good. You know, yeah. it's kind of what it is there. So yeah, I think it's a great comparison. And I mean, not to diminish it. I think someone said that these championships mean less and I, I can't agree with that because I think these championships are so much harder to win. And that's uh-huh. why they, I, I think they mean more. And like, you know, I mean, it, it's, it's becoming so difficult. It's, it's straining these drivers and really taking a lot out of them for sure. I mean, Ka- like Carl Edwards straight up rage quit after 2016. <laughs> so they're at the point now where you just, you can tell in the interviews where they're just kind of like mm-hmm. meh about everything. Just yeah. like, it doesn't I even, it's it kind of like, even Hamlin was saying, you know, his direct competitor probably would have been as fierce as competition. You could argue Brad for Phoenix, but he was like, it, it sucks. He deserves to be there. And it's, you know, this all the work you do for the first eight innings gets washed away for the ninth. And he's like, yeah, that's that's what NASCAR won. And Truex was saying the same thing. Yeah. I don't know. It's everyone's kind of just kind of like, I'm not going to say fed up with it, but just accepted like you can't really do anything. For sure. Brad, what yeah. do you got to. Um, I, I completely agree. Like, I just think that the. The current format gives us who I think should be the true champion because you literally cannot have mistakes like at all. You have mm-hmm. to literally just be the perfect team. Like you could be dominant, doesn't really matter anymore. Like you have to be dominant, but you also have to be perfect. It, and, it, uh, it rewards consistency again. Absolutely. And that's literally the whole thing of a championship. Like you can't just ever run away with it because you're always going to have somebody breathing down your back. Mm-hmm. And that's essentially what this championship is. As much as I hate it, it's so entertaining. Oh, absolutely. It's entertaining, like, but my, I don't know, like, I, I'm glad I've gotten into F1 lately, <laughs> because I can, 
I can still watch my season-long points championship. I know it, it'll end probably after next race with Hamilton yeah, winning I was it again. Say, it's about done. Yeah, which like about to run away with it. <laughs> it's on that spectrum. It sucks because it's like okay, these next three races. At least there's you know like a fight for the constructors championship, like the third place between Renault and all of them. That's fun. Yeah. Um, but at the end of the day, it's not as important as first place, which is technically already. Oh yeah, locked Mercedes, up our Mercedes now. Seven in a row. But, we'll, I don't know, we'll, like we'll get to that. Being in St. Pete for that race and following the season-long points total, coming all the way down to that race and like the positions on track, like last lap, you're like if Scott Dixon bins it going into turn four, he not it. only loses <laughs> third place but he loses the championship here, and like that was so cool to watch. Yeah, and Kevin, you, we we gotta talk about your little St. We do. Yeah, we'll, we'll get to that yeah. after our uh, weekend review. I, yeah, I yeah. So. That. Um, well, as I, far as, I, I 100% uh, stared Preston down eye to eye. We looked at each other. I think we both realized that we knew each other from somewhere. Because <laughs> I originally, wait, honestly, if I'm being honest, I wanted to say, are you Will Rogers? And I was like, no. Not what Will Rogers look like. Oh, <laughs> my oh, God. You should absolutely have said that. Would Will so Rogers. Dude, I guarantee you he would have called me laughing <laughs> his ass off. <laughs> I was like, I know it's not Will, but I didn't know Preston was there. And then he posted like an hour later that he was there in a story. And I was like, that was, that was yeah. pretty funny. He was supporting Celine in the Global MX yeah. Cup race. Yeah, that, that, those were fun races. Anyway, back to Martinsville. Yeah, Cup race, fantastic. The, the Martinsville playoff yeah. race every this year. This was a, a win. Delivers. Far making this the cutoff race. Yeah. I mean, we're, I should say it delivers every year with low downforce. Like 2019 yeah. was not. Very good. But okay, a few others. more things from Martinsville before we move on. First of all, I think we need to establish that points racing is still really fucking fun. Oh, yeah. Because, yeah. like, NASCAR, I, and I hope this finally invigorates them to do my insane 1 3 3 3 thing <laughs> that I've been <laughs> preaching on here for like half of the episodes. It's like that is my Bible at this point. But yeah, no, points racing, so much fun. I mean, just having to watch three different, like, they couldn't even get all the scenarios on screen at once. Yeah. They just couldn't yeah. figure it out. It's like, <laughs> that technology is only owned by NFL Red Zone, apparently. Yeah. Oh, man, that was, I, that was a lot of I would of pay fun. for, like, a subscription service with, I don't know, even if it was just stagnant cameras, like, that you can have, like, four different views up and see, okay, where where is each person getting? Because the last two laps were focusing, focusing on Harvick because they just went oh, to yeah, Chase no. Elliott. And then he was like, oh, is that Kyle Busch's back bumper? And I was like, oh, shit, I thought he was yeah, like, that was like oh, oh, my God, he's already there. Like, yeah. I was expecting um, Kevin to go full send into three. The fact that he turned him out of four was yeah, just like, okay, I, that's I, frustration I, right there. And I, I think that was an accident more than anything. Yeah. It was were funny the one, what it was. <laughs> Brad, were you the one that tweeted out um, Harvick should have just newman but, yeah. yeah, yeah, he should have. Yeah, I agree with yeah. that. <laughs> I agreed with that. Yeah, like, I mean, I'll never he, forget that Larson move. That was it was so much fun to watch because you're like, oh my god, he actually did it. Yeah, like that's um, kind of chaotic, but wow, he yeah. did it. <laughs> yeah, like good for him. He's yeah. not going to win the championship, but good for him. Yeah. So, oh man, that was funny as hell. Um, great, great race. Martinsville delivers. I hope next year delivered. fans can be back full time for that race because, especially like with the sun setting, going into. Yes. That day and night transition, full crowd. It's that's an art like the 2017 race there. Oh my goodness, I want something like that again. That just post race crowd reaction. You got constant cheers, constant. But that's probably the most like into a post race I've ever been in my life with the whole <laughs> Elliot Hamlin thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was um, that was wild as hell. 
Uh, let's see here. Speaking about Elliot, um, you know, before we move on, finally, like he did run away with this race. I think he definitely had the best car, and it's about time. I think Chase Elliott wins at Martinsville. I was telling Brad this. It's like he's been one of the best cars there almost every single time we go, besides yeah. like that Penske domination uh, last year. It's like Chase Elliott has got the throttle control under control. Like, and that's why I feel like he's such a threat to win at Phoenix now. Yeah. Um, especially considering that Hendrick has got their shit together now, it, it, or at least some of it. So that's, that, that's nice. It wasn't barred though, by any controversy or it almost was, I guess with the pit stop where the, the, the Jackman like, like rushed out, but then immediately rushed back in to, uh, over the wall, it was weird as hell, and NASCAR did not penalize Chase Elliott for it. Yeah, I mean the the crew member who jumped back, great heads up by yeah, him. Yeah, great heads um, up, yeah, absolutely. And he, he looked yeah, like I, a he looked like a kid at first, getting ready to like run out for Halloween, and then he was like, "Oh shit, I forgot my bag," and yeah. then and came back. That's probably the best Brad, analogy I can know, come up with. That did what you happened? know you could do that? Uh, like as I, an actual crew guy, do, do you I know knew that, that was the that? rule. Yeah, because. There, you can't go over the wall too soon. Which is, I think it was like it was two boxes away. You can't, you can't, you only do it when you're one box away. And the rule stating that if you reset your position, that there's no penalty. I didn't actually know that rule. I just thought once you were out there, you were out there. That's it. Yeah, same. Mm-hmm. Because but, also I mean, imagine if another car was coming and he was already out there. I still feel like that would be a penalty. I don't yeah, know, but I mean, that's the rule. I mean, I read it. I, yeah, well, I it's in the rule book. NASCAR members this morning, and I read it. <laughs> it's there. Yeah, Pockers <laughs> did a great job of, um, you know, am, like making sure everyone saw the rule immediately. And shouts out to Pockers and Gluck for, you know, getting that out there as quickly as possible. Because I know Twitter was having a meltdown. Like, whoa, yeah, it's Chase Elliott! Like they were yeah. really, they were really <laughs> upset. And obviously, you know, like Chase Elliott is a star. Stars do get the calls, but that is a correct call. So I'll give him that. Yeah. Um. And yeah. No. Like I said, Chase Elliott. I I gotta think. Even though I picked Denny Hamlin, I've read that rode that train all year. It's like Chase might be the favorite in Phoenix. Yeah. I still think Brad's the favorite. Not you, unfortunately, Brad. But the other Brad. No, Brad, you're Sorry. our favorite. <laughs> oh, thank you. you know, Matthew is the only one on on our podcast who picked Chase Elliott to win the championship this year. He's... You and you and Alex had had Harvick, and I had Hamlin. I mean, I don't regret my pick. Brad, I I have... th- Brad, you didn't pick anyone because you weren't on the preview show. But we can, we can, we can, we can get your pick later. I can pretty, I'm pretty sure I commented on that Steve Lubinder thing, whichever was. Oh yeah, no, I definitely put something that was completely incorrect on that. I'd have to go way back and find. I definitely that. felt like Harvick. <laughs> I think everyone put Harvick, and like everyone's just kind of like, Ugh. I don't think anyone yeah. got it right. Anyways, yeah. so uh, moving along. Yeah. On from that, hell of a semi race as well. Had that uh, those last second, like not quite, you know, turning someone at the end of turn four, but I want to say the point differential between the cut line was four points between Justin Haley in, which I did not think Justin Haley would make the final four. Nor did um, I. And I did. chest in out, which is funny because someone posted, if you go back to the August race at Daytona, that last lap is literally the difference. Because if Chastain would have won, that's five extra points. And then Haley won instead. And yeah, that's the difference. Teammates, man, what are you going to do about them? Yep. Um, Brad, you were actually at the race. So how was it it experiencing history? His first Xfinity race at Martinsville. God, how long has it been? It was really weird. That was actually my first 
uh, Martinsville race in the infield. I've watched two Martinsville races beforehand. And uh, watching a race at Martinsville from the inside is just weird. Like it, I bet. Because we were pitted on pit stall five. So we were Oof. right between the one, the 39 and the 26. And going into turn one every time, you just seeing the car is super close, which is very rare on pit road. You don't really see the cars that very, very close on this, unless you're like at Dover or something. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it was really weird because every lap was like, obviously 15 seconds so it's like oh the 16 is leading oh the 20 is coming oh the 20 is coming oh the 20 moved him that's pretty cool is there a video board there in the infield that y'all can look at yeah the, there's a big scoring pylon in the center of the track that has a, a tv on it but our pit box okay. also has a tv on it oh that's true so yeah, pit boxes TV. are, are kind of cool yeah, Kevin. Yeah. If you ever got to sit on one, you know. Yeah, well, I, I mean, without when I was at St. Pete, the way the main grandstand is is right behind pit road. So I, there yeah. was a TV right there uh, on the pit boxes. I was right behind the Ganassi ten car. The oh, whatever that wow, was. Wow, wow, look at you! I think, I, was part, behind. I think the best part about pit boxes is if even if your pit box doesn't have a TV, you could just go to the bigger team that's right next to you and watch their TV. Yeah, <laughs> I tried to do that at Daytona, and I went over to um, Riley Herbst, and then Joe Gibbs stared me right in the face and was looking through my soul, and I left. He, he intimidated <laughs> me to the point I was like, no. No, I don't want to be near this man. He scares me. That's awesome. Yeah, because oh. they have telemetry back there, so if you look yeah. too long, you might look at their telemetry, which doesn't really matter. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> at Daytona, that means jack dick, but you know. Um, okay, but yeah, no, congratulations to Harrison Burton. So I guess Rick Shout Allen just Harrison. threw out a Kirchen uh, stat where it's like Harrison beat his father's record of the youngest winner at Martinsville. I assume that's only in Xfinity because Todd Gilliland, I believe, is still younger than Harrison Burton. So, um, uh, you know, I, I, yeah, I want to say he's 19. I think any they're, driver, you know, they're under they're the age of 20 is a child to me. They're, they're younger than <laughs> me, so they're definitely children. I guess, I guess that, I guess that technically means Vargas is a child. Yes, he is a child. Yeah, but he's our he's our child. He's our child. Yeah, yeah. Well, not not a great day, at Martinsville. I, I don't know, like something's with the battery. It's a power like issue. That. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that sucks. Battery. Um. Well, I, I this, assumed it was a crash. Um. Battery died, and then his shifter broke. God, that sucks. Like, that's like, that's an actual track you do not want the shifter breaking on. So that really blows. Yeah, seventeen laps down is tough. Still God, finished Martinsville race. Yeah, no, I gotta give him credit for that. I thought it was an actual accident when I like I tuned in with about a hundred to go, and it was like twelve laps. And I was like, "Oh, that's not great." And yeah, that's unfortunate. It, it, Martinsville is tough for drivers who've never been there before. Clearly, I mean, Chase Elliott got absolutely rocked there in his first Cup race in twenty fifteen. So, mm-hmm. but uh, yeah, no, shouts out to the championship four. I mean, I gotta give Gregson credit. He gave it his all to make it in there, and just. Maybe next year. Honestly, I think Gregson probably might be my favorite. Him and uh, Cindric for next year. But yeah, I mean, Gregson, his playoff finishes are nuts. I want to say yeah. the six races they had, he finished top three in six out of the seven, and then he had that one race at Kansas where he finished like thirty six or something. And absolutely ridiculous. It, I mean, screwed him over with how good the the points were for the other people. But yeah, yeah it's that's unfortunate. Yeah, so we got Allgaard, um, Briscoe, Haley, and Cindric in the championship yeah. four. Um, I don't. I I think as a podcast, we just need to bury the idea of Brandon Jones twenty twenty championship <laughs> and embrace the Brandon Jones twenty twenty one revenge tour. 
Yeah, I that's the only... that's fair. I mean, it would have been such a fun storyline topic going into Phoenix saying, "Okay, Brandon hilarious. Jones is in this and is the defending winner at this track." Yeah. Um, I don't think the world <sighs> ready for it though. Yeah, not yet. we're we're not we're yet. not we're just not ready for it at the moment. But yeah. we'll get him next time. Um, so maybe. I'll say, yeah. Cendric Briscoe. Obviously, the favorites. Allgaier is really good at Phoenix, too. Allgaier so is very good at Phoenix. That'll be fun. And if Haley somehow wins it, I mean, I'm thinking like that last be... year, we're like, how the hell is Matt Crafting going to win this championship in trucks? And then actually did it. So, yeah. He's, he's got a shot. It's not to say that Justin Haley probably doesn't deserve a championship. He has two wins on the year and they're both restricted late tracks. Three. And, and they're all restricted late tracks. tracks. <laughs> Look at that man's average finish. Yeah. I mean, dude, good for him though. He's he, he he at least made it. I think Chastain probably was the more, you know. Well, he has no wins still. Chastain has zero. Yeah, wins. yeah. yeah Chastain has no wins in that every week. So. I mean, Haley is the only one in that final four who is a Cup Series winner. Um, that so. is true. You got him there. Can't dude, can't argue with that fact. Cannot argue with that. The facts and logic on this podcast. Um. Right. Anyway, so trucks, so, trucks. Yeah, big, big time trucks, dude. And uh, big time congratulations to Grant Enfinger, who honestly, I think I said it last week, has zero business being in the championship four. Makes the championship four because that's, that's just. Yeah, I well, I well, maybe I didn't say no business, but I said he had no shot unless he wins because he was lie. just so far back. Oh, <laughs> what's man. your What's your defense, Brad? Let's hear it, Grant Enfinger. Is a badass race car driver. Clearly, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he's definitely won a lot of respect for me this year. He's he's, he's Hensley, racing the everybody, Hensley, Pepper, everybody on that team. They're just they're fantastic. So I I just do not see I do not see him not making the championship. I would have put him as the leading Thor Sport candidate above Ben Rhodes and Matt Crafton and Johnny Sauter all year. Johnny Sauter has been a non factor all season. <laughs> I'll say even before the season, I'm telling you, Grant and Fanger. It's like a silent assassin. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. He, uh, Man, that's, that's awesome for him. I hate it for Ben Rhodes, but, you know, it's I don't think he's there it. yet. It is what it is. Um, but, hey, shouts out to Zane Smith. Though. I was going to say, yeah. I like Dude, going Coming into cookies. the season, I honestly didn't know Zane Smith was even full-time in trucks, if I'm being oh, completely God. honest. And for him to make the Final Four with the season he's had, incredible. I honestly don't even know how to preview the truck race. No, it's chaos. I don't know I what to expect. It's probably going to be full-blown chaos. I do, because Brent Moffat is going to absolutely stunt on everybody. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll give you this. A GMS truck is going to win the championship, and I'll, 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 put, I'll put money on that one. Brett Moffat. Dude, Brett Moffat at... winning a championship after snapping both his legs in half in the middle of the season and not missing a single race is the best story, and no one wants to talk about it. I think he True. finished 10th there last year in the uh, playoff race, which he's going to need more than that, I'm assuming. Yeah, I don't know any of these drivers' career records at Phoenix. I, I know Zane Smith has never seen it before in the trucks, uh, I'm pretty sure. Okay, Brad fact-checking me now. He has raced a truck race at Phoenix. He's raced three K&N races at Phoenix. Oh, man, just crown him the champ now at this point. Yeah. And Finger Honestly, got a top though. five in that race last year. So of the four drivers that are in it, he is the highest uh, recent finisher at that track. So I guess and Finger's the and he's got the momentum. So I guess you could call him the favorite. But is this race on Friday or Thursday? Friday night. Friday. At, at God PM. bless, dude. That's gonna be a hell of a Friday night. <laughs> yeah. No way, I'm doing double headers. 
<laughs> I'm going to have to tell my girlfriend when she gets into town, like, listen, Friday night, I'm not missing this truck race because this is actually going to be a shit show. Yeah. And I really do want to see this. Oh, man. So just, Phoenix you know, has been a mess before, though. I've, uh, I think a lot of us remember 2016 and 2017, the six wide on the back stretch. <laughs> Was that the one where uh, Ryan Truex almost flipped because he got, yeah, it's all starting to yeah, went across four lanes? Yeah. yeah. Dude, I mean, it's hilarious. it'll be good to see fans in the stands for all three days. I I will say, mm-hmm. I'm pretty excited for that. Uh, Eighty four hundred for the cups. Eighty four hundred for each day. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, I no, I doubt it. I don't. I think Steve Phelps said no in field access until the vaccine. Thank God. Yeah. Stay stay away from you want them to stay away from you, Brad. I want them because Phoenix is one of those places where there's just fans everywhere because of the fan yeah. zone. Mm-hmm. Which is super cool, but yeah. Yeah, sucks Super for cool, but like if I need to get to my pit box and I need to cut through the fan zone. Yeah. Like <laughs> Not great. Not That's fun. fair. Not great. Next year. Uh, just a quick shout out to Danny Bone Hopefully. and am I saying that right? Danny Bond. 30, 30 truck and Austin Wayne self on top tens in the truck series. Congrats, guys. It's awesome. All right. So move along now to what I should have woken up in time for, but I didn't want to get three hours of sleep two nights in a row. So, Kevin, how was Imola? Did you just say Imola? Yeah, it's Imola. 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 So the way the way I say I watched, it like Imola. The way I watched this race was so I had six people staying in my one one apartment in addition to me this weekend for for Halloween, and we. Everyone was up. just completely dead, but I did set an alarm, got up, watched the entire thing on mute. <laughs> it was a blast, and like it was, it was kind of fun figuring really out fun. the strategy in my head. Because at first, I was like, "Why the hell is Lewis? Why not is everybody stopping? hitting so early for hearts?" Right, and, then, why? and I was like, "Okay, Lewis is gonna absolutely destroy everyone." And then as soon as I saw Ocon's run out, I was like, "Okay, Hamilton's taking this win." And then I was, I was literally saying after the max. uh tire blow which is rare because you really don't see a lot of tires blow um in f1 so that was yeah because, no, they, because they went so long like yeah. i don't know why they because i remember the prediction said that they were going to pit on 23 if you were on mediums but then everybody on softs pitted at like 18 to get harder i'm like i don't know how long it's gonna last yeah so that was interesting and then as soon as i saw max out i said oh cool russell's in the points and then I'm look. I'm like on my phone. Look up. See him in the wall. And I'm like, did he get turned? And no, he just he pulled no. a, a. Was it a Grosjean in 2017 yeah. at Baku? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Unfortunate. Oh, Unfortunate. I'm sad you had it on on mute. You didn't get to listen to whether or not Ted Kravitz was gonna like pass out from screaming on the first lap or not. <laughs> no, I didn't. Like I was doing it in my head. Like I even said, lights out. No way we go. Lights out. The way we go. He did not stop talking from from. Turn one to like lap two. <laughs> People who do, are not used to Formula One, the first thing they ever tweet about F one races. Why is this announcer screaming so much? Is it <laughs> is it Ted Kravitz or Martin Brundle or the other Crofty? I think Crofty, it's Crofty. is the other guy. Yeah. Crofty is the other guy in there. There's like a bunch of them. There's there's like because Ted's like Resta the pit reporter. One of those I guys, think. Martin Brundle. I always I thought his name was Martin Grundle for a minute, and I thought that was funny. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, no, I, I actually do love the F1 guys, but yeah, no, Kravitz is just never stops screaming. <laughs> yeah, and then Daniel Kvyat got a fourth out of nowhere. That was Yeah, no, good for him on that one. 
podium if he didn't break, or are they preventing him from breaking? Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, you muted it. Did you hear what happened? No. So, so uh, <laughs> basically, they said box now. There's gonna be like a terminal failure, and like you need a box now because if you don't, then basically the car is gonna be screwed, and we're gonna have to put a new motor in. So that means it's gonna get a grid penalty next week. Yeah. Oh, so they said just park it now. So then he parked it. When Damn. He, ah, I was so pissed. I was like, man, he could have got a podium. I was just mm-hmm. he was in front of was he well did he get in front of Ricardo on the first lap or I thought Ricardo jumped him. No, he was ahead of Ricardo all the he way until okay. he, when he broke. Yeah. Damn. I know Ricardo. I saw Lewis almost sent Gasly flying on the yeah, first lap. I, he I like moved over and Gasly's lightning fast reactions. Shout out, but bam. Yeah, that could have been ugly. Yeah, no. Um, hey, can we just give a shout out to Alphatari in general this season? Yeah, and really just exceeding oh, expectations, yeah. and then red really, <laughs> Yeah, for real. It's it's funny because they did technically get a test session in at Emola, whereas everyone else didn't before they even announced it. Um, which I guess kind of gave them some advantage with the data, and it, it showed. I mean, both cars making Q three, and then Kvyat, yeah, with a fourth place finish. Insane. Mm-hmm. But yeah, Ricardo finally got to do his Shoei after not uh, being able to do it in Germany, <laughs> and even got Hamilton on it, which is really it fun to watch. So uncomfortable. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, and you got to feel bad for Botas. He's just, he's just not there. No, he got screwed this week, though. He did. This... Yeah. Yeah. But he also like, got pat- like Max should have won that race, assuming. Well, I don't know. It, I wish I would have been able to see. Yeah, Max had actually not been retired. Yeah, it would have been, yeah. been fun to see how that played out. But instead, Lewis Hamilton now has 93 wins. Three. Yeah. yeah, Michael Schumacher is now two wins away from passing Lewis Hamilton for all time. What a time to be alive. Holy fuck. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, I had a whole rant on the last episode, which I, I will just subtly release before this one does come Fair. out. But yeah, no, I was just saying that Lewis Hamilton is my goat. I, I, I love Michael Schumacher for what he did, but... I mean, Lewis Hamilton is probably going to win 115 races when it's all said and done. So, you know, he is the goat. I don't care. I've, yeah, I mean, not just his record of wins and soon to be championships, but he has literally won a race and a pole in every single yep. season. Yeah, people don't really want to talk about the polls. He's got more polls than wins. And that's like insane. I remember Even... watching this rookie season 2007. I'm like, this guy has won six polls in a row. Like, <laughs> can someone else? He's 21 years old. Like, please. Even McLaren in, I want to say, 2011 was nowhere near one of the, you know, like the Red Bulls or the Ferrari. Oh, yeah. Maybe no. it was 2012. I don't know. Anyways, he was, he, it was a bad team, and he still won a race in a pole. And people say, he's, okay, he's only doing these, accomplishing these records in terms of wins and championship. championships because of the car. But it's obviously, he's shown in the past, it's not just the car. Yeah. Nope. I love Wait, it when some. Yeah, I, I love it when these when these voting places call me right in the middle of me recording. Like, <laughs> blended. You know, have you? Yes, I voted. Blended. God, I hope you guys voted already and and got this out of the way. I voted first day of election early voting because I don't want to deal with anything tomorrow. I don't even want to go outside. Kevin tomorrow. is the I most patriotic patriot on this podcast. <laughs> I had to vote like a month ago because I am a Florida voter that lives in North Carolina. Oh, Good nice. thing that you're a Florida registered voter. This is like an actually like important swing yeah. state, whereas North Carolina's like always. I mean, North Carolina's a pretty big swing state too. Not like is as it? much electoral votes. Not yeah. As much, yeah, not as much as Florida though. Well, if you're in Mecklenburg or Caribbean County, you're important everywhere else. No. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I live in the state capital of the biggest swing state 
in the nation. So tomorrow yeah, night, I, I am locking I, my doors. I'm parking. I'm literally going to park on the top floor of my parking garage because oh, I don't want to deal with anything. Oh, and that's politics for the podcast. Yep. Yep. <laughs> that's about all we'll talk about. Okay. So that's about it. Kevin, I, I want to go back to your experience at St. Pete real quick so you can give that to the fans at home and brag a little bit like I got to last year. Yeah. So I did you meet, I, did you meet Matthew Sliced? I did not meet <laughs> Matthew Sliced like you did. Um, I did get to say hi to a couple of IndyCar drivers, uh, including Jimmy Johnson. I saw you saw uh, Chip Ganassi too. Yeah, so I, I the fun thing about IndyCar, how to tell if someone's an important person, they have a personalized scooter. Yeah, that's what I learned. Like it's like, hilarious. I love it so much. Chip scooter is hilarious. I love watching. That yeah, <laughs> and it's I don't know. It's it's a lot of fun. IndyCar is a lot of fun, especially the way St. Pete is because yeah. I've never watched a race sitting right behind the pit box. Um, it's I've a always, cool you know, view, man. It's been really in grandstands. Cool I don't, like when I was at Daytona, I got to, to watch a couple laps from there. But like to watch a whole race and see every single pit stop right in front of you, it's it's really sweet. Can't confirm. I, I wish more races were set up. Like, I I don't know of any other race that has that same setup because I know you can't really do it at ovals. Um, Road America set up like that? No, I don't think they have. They, Brad, they do they have stands right behind the pit ball pit stalls at um, Road America. They do not have stands, but across from Pit Road, which is like very close, they have grandstands like okay, on the I'm trying to think, other yeah. side. There's got to be but like the, maybe maybe Mid Ohio, Sonoma, Sonoma. That's Sonoma. It. That's, that's I knew there was one. Yeah, yeah. but uh, it's it's Indiana a lot of fun. Has it? Technically, yes. Oh yeah, yeah that's that right. Yeah, Indy, correct, yeah. That's Indy. Indy has everything. Indy's <laughs> Indy's wild. Yeah, but uh, yeah, it was uh, an absolute blast uh, working and seeing it. Uh, Indy cars. The, I'll be there. Know, like April. street courses, man. Street courses are awesome. I was never on a street course love, especially when the whole like rumors of a Chicago <laughs> street race and everything. Like I'd rather oh, there be purpose built venues, but I have learned to love street courses a little bit. And I definitely think you need a good track. And St. Pete is a good track. Like there is passing zones. Um not like a Vietnam or Baku. I mean, yeah, With you have those DRS long straights. That's about ten miles long. That's what I'm saying. Like those, <laughs> you should have natural passing zones, which St. Pete actually does have, which is yeah, phenomenal. Yeah, they, it's it's super hard to have a street course with that. It's cool as hell when you see these drivers get side by side going to like turn five. It's like, yo, that's not gonna work, and they make it work. It's yeah. so cool. And like, I don't know if you got to walk down by the final corner um, at all, and like watch the cars zoom by. Like in the parking lot, but it that is my favorite part besides turn one of St. Pete. I was there for maybe like twenty laps last year, just drinking and having a good time, <laughs> and it was just so cool and unique. Because I'm like, man, I don't know if I'd ever be able to get this close to an Indy car just going 140 yeah. casually by my face. Like that's yeah. so neat. I learned the um, best best seat in the house there are. And it, it makes sense is the suites right over on um, the start yeah. finish line because if you look forward you see the whole you know main pitch straight and you can see him coming uh out of turn one and everything see, but if you turn around you can see him coming into turn 10 and also their whole progression through 11 12 13 and 14 it's it's really cool is there yeah so oh, i man. have brad have you been to saint pete for the race uh, i have not yeah definitely recommend it it's yeah hopefully I, they're it's in april capacity. next year so that's probably when brad's gonna be working no it's in, it's in march yeah, it's still, no, it's still working. working. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> it's uh, 
know, it's, yeah, it's usually St. Pete is like either a week before or a week after Ultra. Because okay. it's, cause it's always either before or right after the 12 hours of C-Ring, which is the week of Ultra every time. Mm. That's stupid. And if it's the 12 hours of C-Ring, then that means I am in some fucking track. I don't know. Yeah. I'm what trying to look. Track? When is the 12 hours of C-Ring, C-Ring next year? Like March 20-something. Okay. So, yeah. St. Pete's March 7th. So, a couple weeks. Oh, yeah. I there can't go. go to that next year. There March 7th? Yeah, because if there is a chance that like Okeechobee happens, I'm gonna do that instead. Oh, that, yeah, that was another one that I had to miss. Oh. Yeah, like if there's a chance <laughs> I can go back to a music festival, I'm sorry, I've been to like six NASCAR races, and this yeah. year it's like uh, I'll I'll skip another IndyCar race to go uh, right. ranch face. <laughs> sorry. Wait, Let's have see. they had the 12 hours of Singburg this year? We're in Vegas that week. There Disgusting. You go. Oh, yeah, Disgusting. It's gonna be hotter than fucking. It's gonna be the fucking surface of Venus. It's going to be hotter than like a Del Sol Civic in the middle of the co-part. <laughs> but yeah, St. Pete, right. total blast. Definitely excited to go back next March. Hopefully I'm um, still get to, you know, see everything that I saw. Hopefully it's more crowd capacity. I did say it was funny because on Saturday, I don't think the organizers of the Grand Prix anticipated everyone gathering around the entrance to turn 10. So you had a whole bunch of people... Yeah. Not social distancing there. So what they did to combat that for Sunday, they just put up a ton of fencing with sponsorship taped over them, so they couldn't peep through and uh-huh. see the cars coming out of ten. So that was uh, that was really funny to watch. <laughs> figured it out. Funny. Yeah. yeah. Um. Okay. So real quick, little palate cleanser. I hope you all enjoyed your Halloween. Did you guys uh, do anything fun? Uh, Brad, you got to do a bunch of haunted houses, from what I, I- saw. Well, I've so this is not just a Halloween thing. I've been doing this for like the last month and a half. Where as soon as spooky season started, everywhere we went for NASCAR, I went to a haunted house. Beautiful. So I went to one in Kansas. It was really sick. It was called the Beast. It mm-hmm. was like it was a haunted house that was five stories inside of an abandoned meat mill. Dude, that's oh. sick. So Holy crap. Like, you went in and it was like a forty-five minute walk, like through like tight and. Ent- tight spaces and then it opened up sometimes like to be different things i literally had it was in 60 percent darkness so that's what made it even worse like it got quiet sometimes it got really loud sometimes and the way that they had the rooms is was soundproofed enough that you couldn't hear what was happening ahead of you it was it was awesome it was was so sick um it was in the the power and light district of kansas city um there was another one i went to in texas we were going to go to Cutting Edge, but it was like 50 bucks. So I was like, screw that. And I went to uh, Mystic Manor, which was like this really podunk one. But because it was really podunk, they did a lot of weird stuff. Like people crawling on the roof, jumping off of things. Like it was That's wild. really weird. And then I went in North Carolina to Spooky Woods. Uh, Woods of Terror went last night. And it was uh, definitely the most sensory depleting thing I've ever been to in my whole life. <laughs> Would definitely recommend. They're open like most of the year. Too. it's really sick it's awesome yeah it was yeah. pretty sweet yeah um i so i had like i was saying earlier six of my friends came up this weekend and we all yeah. went as marvel themed characters and oh, parties. Nice. oh i saw that yeah it was fucking sick <laughs> i uh we we had three of them who wanted to be spider-man so <laughs> we played the multiverse card and they went as different versions of spider-man um because no one could agree on their costume so that was fun and yeah just had a good time up here i took them to 
Anthony, uh, Jim and Meltz, if you've ever been there. Yeah. The place. So good. Oh, yeah. I miss um, Jim and Meltz, man. They tried going to the strip on Disgusting. Halloween night and saw Disgusting. it was a two-hour wait with a $20 cover. <laughs> well, the $20 cover is kind of usual for that. It's like fifteen twenty to get in there, but the two-hour wait to go to the strip. Yeah. Dude, bull, like, I mean, we're, if your friends are under 21, obviously you can't go to Bullwinkles, but, like, go to Bullwinkles if you're over 21. Like, fuck Bulls is awesome. Bulls I love Bulls. Yeah. Kevin, you have to understand, my last two years of college, I lived at Bullwinkles, like, on Thursday and Friday nights, and I would go there for happy hour because it was $2 all you could drink for happy and hour. And the giant TV screen is... with Thursday night football? Yeah. Hell yeah. Oh, yeah. Sure. And then and then when I, when they kick me out, finally, or I kick myself out at, like, 1 in the morning, I go to Poor Paul's and continue drinking. Nice. Yeah. yeah. Poor it's Paul's a, it's a fun place. Shouts out, shouts out FSU bars. One day, Kevin, me, and you will just rank our favorite FSU yeah, bars. That's our um, off-season episode. Yeah, we got off-season stuff. We got a lot of off-season <laughs> things to do. Like, I wanted to get some of the Miata boys on. I wanted to. Yeah. Um, I can round them all up. Dude, Preston <laughs> said he was absolutely down for that, so I, I got to hit him. I'll get more Miata boys. Shit. I mean, please, please, please. A lot of them get on here. I can get more. I want Sweet. y'all on. Um, I wanted to do a dirt racing episode with some of the guys I know who raced in uh, like little short tracks around the uh, country. Chili ball preview. Are, are they chili still having a chili ball? Yeah. I just realized oh, that. That's a good question. Let me look that up real quick. I, all right, let's yeah, move There's into... a lot of off-season stuff. So we got championship four previews to talk yes. about here. Um, let's start with the trucks. I kind of th- We kind of breezed over a bit. So yeah, we got um, Enfinger Moffat, Creed, and Zane Smith. Um I mean, Brad, you said that Zane Smith has more experience than I thought he did at Phoenix. So, I mean, maybe mm-hmm. that kind of pushes him more towards the forefront. But is there any chance we see, like, an upset with Thor Sport beating GMS? Dude, absolutely, because they have solid trucks. I think, like, as far as fabrication-wise, I mean, they're, they're up there with GMS. They're having pretty good trucks. But um, I, I just – I'm scared of the whole motor debacle. I mean, I really don't – don't really know much about the way uh, – I guess the way that teams kind of try to mess with motors mm-hmm. uh, in regards to the MWAR program. Um, but I'm after the last few weeks, I'm kind of scared. I mean, you really you cannot really predict what's going to happen. Can you go in, insight concerned. on that a little bit? Because I really don't know much about that story. I'm, I'm so, that. Well, just in general, the, the Ilmore motor program is a kind of rental purchase program. So like teams buy the motors from Ilmore. Mm-hmm. Um, and after a certain amount of races, they do get them rebuilt. But mind you that the Ilmore company really just employs kind of NTI kids. So you got people, anybody can really take apart a motor, but not everybody can put together a perfect motor. And I guess Ilmore doesn't really do a good vetting when it comes to making sure they're perfect, which screwed Austin Hill out of, of his deal and screwed Thor Sport in the past. But um, the thing is, because they're sealed, you're not allowed to tamper with them. But obviously, people find a way around it. So I don't really know yeah. if it's an Ilmore thing or a team thing. But definitely, Ilmore makes it really difficult so that teams can't really make sure like their shit is good and bulletproof. Hmm. Um, Interesting. So yeah. So the the problem with with Austin Hill definitely was not the team's fault because they dropped the cylinder. That's all Ilmore. Um, but you know, in the past, I know Thor Sport has had problems with motors grenading, but it's only Thor Sport trucks, so who knows what they tried? I have no idea. But I mean, really, it's going to be a battle of if your shit stays together, who has the best short track program? So, and I feel like that's pretty equal right now between Thor Sport and GMS. Thank you. Yeah, thank yeah, you for that insight. Yeah. Good it's probably there. the race that I have the least amount of clarity on in terms of mm-hmm. who I think is going to win, which makes it exciting. And especially Friday night under the lights is always fun with trucks. Mm-hmm. 
I wouldn't be surprised to see a winner here that's not in the championship four. We've seen it in the past with the trucks con- almost <laughs> consistently. So <laughs> who know, won it last year? Um, who who won the race? Uh, yeah, because it definitely wasn't Crafton. <laughs> Austin Austin Hill, I think. It was pro- yeah, Austin Hill is yeah. very good at Homestead. Surprise, yeah. surprise. Um, yeah. which again, not him not being in the championship four, just man, it sucks. Also, Wasn't the, the regular like season champion mile and a half car? Yeah. Wait, what was were it? you asking, Kevin? I'm pretty sure he was a regular season champion too. I think he was. Yeah. Austin so that's Hill, yeah. Two out of the three regular season champions this weekend got eliminated. That's wow. It's about time. Dude, hate, hate, <laughs> chaos. Is, this is this is exactly what Matthew. Once again, the Xfinity series <laughs> is <laughs> the most. Is uh, the yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying. Yeah. <laughs> I'm they also just saying that the two most dominant drivers of the season made it into the championship four. Mm-hmm. Just, just saying. So, and also, if you did the old points, they're separated by like 20 to 30 points. Pretty sure. Yeah, that's fun. I know. I, I uh, worked the FSU game on Saturday, but luckily the Xfinity race doesn't start till five. So I should be able to catch stages two and three in their entirety. Which I'm I'm glad that that is that is a later start date because I feel like five o'clock honestly for West Coast races is a really good starting time. I know this cup can't really do that because Sunday night football with NBC, but hell for the spring race they've been waiting all day. You got no competition. They they do be the Bucks. That'll be nice though because Sunday night it'll be championship race on NBC, and then immediately after that the Bucks play on NBC. So I'll take it. Who who do those losers play? Uh, we are going to smoke Drew Brees and put him in their place for what they awesome, did to us man. week one. Dude, you know, there's this, you know, honestly, it's awesome for you guys. I'm glad that your 42 year old quarterback's doing well, but have you seen <laughs> that Tua won the game only throwing for 90 yards? He's yeah, the, her, oh, your defense started absolutely slaughtering everyone yesterday. He didn't have to do anything. His entire team was like, we got you. How much did y'all win by? Uh, we didn't win by that much because like we didn't score after the second quarter. <laughs> <laughs> we won twenty-eight to seventeen, I think. That's pretty much how FSU beat North Carolina this year. Yeah, exactly, man. <laughs> we Dude, just got to take a huge team, lead. My teams just take the strategy of go nuts in the second, right? Just go off, man. So, so you're telling me if you're good in the first eight innings, it pays off for the ninth inning in football, is, is what Dude, you're saying? You know, it's crazy <laughs> to think, but like, I guess some people just want to take the LA Dodgers approach, where it's like you're good for the first eight innings, and then you put Kenley Jansen in and completely boof it. It's fun. <laughs> Um, but yeah, going back to uh, not sticking ball sports because God forbid we ever compare NASCAR to that. Um, going to the Xfinity, so we were kind of talking about it. We got Allgaier, Cindric Briscoe, Haley. We kind of mentioned this earlier. I mean, this is Briscoe's championship to lose at this point. This would be the Stuart Haas championship. I feel like he's he also have nine wins too. Pretty sure he does. Yeah, so yeah. at least someone made it with nine wins. Yeah, that, that's going to be a rough look for Stuart Haas if in both series that they enter and they have a car with nine wins and both don't win the cha- or at least one doesn't win the championship. Well, I, I feel like Briscoe is definitely the my favorite to win it. I would I be feel very like disappointed if he doesn't, but I'm, obviously... The only thing I'm scared about with Briscoe is I feel like he Phoenix isn't his driving style. No, it's not. It's actually, this plays so much into Allgaier's hands. It's yeah. all stupid, but it's like, you know, Allgaier has to win one at some point. Otherwise, you know, Elliot Sadler 2.0. Mm-hmm. It, it's like, you know, I, I, I do like Allgaier. He's he's my favorite short per- Well, it's like my third favorite <laughs> short driver. Well, fourth, actually. <laughs> I think the list the list goes the list goes Preston Bardis, Will Rogers, Ryan Vargas, and then, and then Justin Allgaier. Fair. <laughs> 
I uh, I'm put Tyler Reddick over him, but yeah, he's okay. I guess he's five. my fifth then. <laughs> but, oh, You're yeah. gonna keep naming short drivers. I mean, like, I'm just they're all short. It's NASCAR. Seven. What do you expect? I just found out I'm Jeff Bezos today is five seven. Bar- no all those drivers short. are short. Yeah, Michael Alrighty. Waltrip is the biggest anomaly I've ever seen in my life. Anthony, it is time for our final picks of the year, dude. I can't believe we're here. So I have been keeping score, and there may or may not be like some discrepancies um technically but i've done the math and this is what we're going into with the final weekend i have 1153 points alex made a comeback last week and is now 1118 points so he's like what within striking distance he's about like 30 45 points behind no 35 points behind me so if he does pick the correct winner and my winner just finishes like in like 20th i'm fucked like that's it and he actually did send me his picks. So it's close. Kevin, you are also within striking distance, technically speaking, for second place. <laughs> okay, I was going to say for first, mm-hmm. there's no way. No, you see, you had Kevin Harvick as your champion, nope. and that screwed you over yeah. because that's 50 extra points that you can Tough. get if he got it. So I hate to see it. And then, of course, our fan favorite, Jeremy Methfield. I'm about to Dead send Steve, Steve Phelps a strongly written email saying, hey, I really need this championship, so add Harvick. <laughs> yeah, Methy hasn't scored any points in the last two weeks. He's actually scored negative one points. That's, yeah, you're you're going to need more than that to win a championship. drivers in the championship four, um, huh. he, has, uh, he got 40 points for all his correct picks. And he also has Chase Elliott as his pick. So, um, as a champion, he's not going to finish any better than fourth, but at least he could maybe break a thousand. Actually, no, he can't even break a thousand. <laughs> Poor <laughs> Methy. I really feel bad for him. He really just kind of stopped making good picks after a while. I think Fair. all he wanted to do was just like hold the Bowman pick over our head. But like, Bowman had such a. We, okay, we need to go back and talk about Bowman's round of 12 or round of eight performance. I uh, think sure, he why got, not? It was awesome. So, Wait, go ahead. Yeah, no, I'm just saying, like, his average finish, I want to say, was in the top five. But he was yeah, just so he, behind on points he, from the regular season. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He is actually, if they do decide to do anything with the Denny Hamlin, uh, Eric Jones situation, he would actually be the driver in championship four. He would be the fourth driver. Ahead of Harvick? No, he would, he's ahead of Harvick, yeah. He's, he is no, he's not. Apparently he is. That's what I listen. I saw it on, on Eric Eastep, um account or whatever his name is. Mr. Tallboy yeah. said it on Twitter, and I, I think that he's not cor- incorrect here. No, I think because Harvick only ended up eight points out, and Bowman was not within eight points. Listen, wouldn't it be funny, though, if they were just like, nah, screw you, Harvick. We're putting Bowman in for shit. We're just going to say <laughs> we're, we have listened to the fans, specifically Anthony Rotello, and we are no longer doing a one-race uh, elimination format. Let's say round of eight, part two, and it's eight drivers are eligible for the championship, because why not? Please. Dude, <laughs> I still say 2004 is my favorite championship year. And going into Homestead, six drivers were eligible for a championship. That's fun. It's it was fun. fun. It was a lot of fun. <laughs> But uh, yeah, Kevin, we got we got to make our final picks for the years. It's wild. Man. <sighs> our our first year of doing the uh, podcast pick them, and it's it's all coming down to this. <laughs> I think I did a good job with these point standings. You did. I'm I'm ready. I'm excited. So, Kevin, you, let's finish it out. Who's your final dark horse? My dark horse. Finally, he. Uh, I've been riding him all year for the dark horse for the most part. 
um, just because he is, I feel like, the most consistent one. And it's I'm trying to at least get a podium finish here at the end. I don't want to choke somehow to Matthew. So the safe pick <laughs> here, once again, is Christopher Bell. It's been, it's, it, it, dude, this might be the last time we ever get to pick Christopher Bell as a dark horse. Just I think it is, yeah, again. 100%. He is going into the sleeper category for next year. Yeah. <laughs> Brad, who is your dark horse? All right, we're talking about Cup Series? Cup yes. Series. All right, uh, dark horse is probably the 22. Nope. Uh, wait, no. That's not a dark horse. Wait, so oh, are you talking about like, for the championship? Yeah. No, no, no just for, for like the actual picks race for the race. Oh, the race yeah. itself. Okay. Damn. Basically, well, it's uh, someone who's like out of the playoffs Joey or out of the final 16. Uh, that's, that's the universe I want to live in. Yeah. Um, Michael McDougans. Fair. <laughs> I'll even write McDougans. As long as Suarez doesn't tackle him after qualifying. Oh, wait. Um, then, yeah. McDougans, like, that, that team has been really good at short tracks, so... Yeah. I mean, what happened to really him yesterday? Confused. Did he have a he had a he tire hit the wall hard? Yeah. Damn. I remember that. Hate to see that. Yeah, I hate to see it. Yeah. Um, okay, so my dark horse is going to be Chris Busher. I'm gonna take those Ford uh Yates engines that Brad told me about at Daytona are very good and put them to the test one more time. Yeah. Every time you pick Chris Busher, he has a really good week. Yeah, I, I love yeah. Chris Busher. Chris Busher is, and, and the fact that now James Busher is back in racing too. I love the Bushers, man. They're my favorite. Yeah, James um, is back. That's right. Alex picked Christopher Bell as well as his okay. dark horse. So it makes me nervous seeing that pick because dark horse is where you can make up so many points um, on accident. Mm-hmm. So, Kevin, give me your sleeper. My sleeper, I really wanted to put. Pick Eric Jones here, but just in case he doesn't race this weekend, <laughs> I'm gonna stay away from it. Um, I'm gonna keep riding the Blaney train. To be honest, I mean he has been so good since he got eliminated, and he got me a lot of Blaney points this past week. Train. So I'm gonna go with Blaney. Blaney, what's your name? You can't find your bitch because she on that Blaney train. <laughs> um, Brad, who do you got? Oof, uh, sleeper. Uh... Christopher Bell. Okay, we're moving Christopher Bell up to the sleeper sleeper <laughs> category. Honestly, this is the preview for what we got next year, anyways. So yeah. Um. So Alex picked Kurt Busch as a sleeper, which is a good pick. Really, Alex, Kurt at Phoenix. Yeah, I mean, I I don't think he's ever won, but I think that he's consistent enough. He did have a bad race there last year, I do recall. Um, huh. but you know, bold strategy for someone who needs to. Yeah, to make right. up some well, ground on you, but I I went with with the hot driver. I, I'm doing the Eric Almirola strategy where I'm just going to start picking the hot driver for my sleeper, yeah. and it's Blaney. Yep. <laughs> so yeah, that's uh, that's what I got. So Kevin, who is the favorite to win the race? The favorite to win the race, I'm gonna have to go Brad Kozlowski. I mean that he's running the car that is two for two this year. Yeah. At New Hampshire and Richmond, um, the good, only good, good pick. skeptical thing I have is that kind of similar to Hamlin he wrecked out early on in the spring and doesn't have that mm-hmm. much data but I feel like that team has showed they're so good with this short downforce package it, it almost uh, doesn't matter yeah. that it'll it'll work Brad uh Kevin Harvick okay so the revenge tour and finally a driver that's not in the championship for winning the race itself okay Tony has won at New Hampshire way too many times <laughs> yeah good thing we're well, racing at Phoenix NASCAR is six for six for the the final race being won by the champion. 
Yeah, I think this will be probably the year that it doesn't happen. I also am predicting massive chaos, like 2016 levels of chaos. So. Oh, boy. Um, I mean, yeah, that, that final... I I don't want to be anywhere near Logano on a light restart nope. there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, Alex picked Chase Elliott. Since he has Kevin Harvick as his champion, he needs to get points somewhere. Mm-hmm. Um, so, Chase Elliott is his favorite to win the race. And then for me... I mean, isn't it obvious? I picked yep. him before Daytona. I picked him at the beginning of the championship four preview, and I ain't stopping riding this train, even if English is hard. Denny Hamlin is winning the race, winning his first championship. I'm going to flip a fucking table if he doesn't. I, I might, want I might that on video. I literally throw my couch out the window if, this ha- if he does not win. I want that on video. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to throw a hissy fit, like even worse than last year's hissy fit. It's just he... He feels like you could even tell in his mood last night. He just felt off, and I don't know. If it it's feels because... off. You know why? Because it's and I swear to God, if anyone says it, because I'll just say it because I'm the Denny Hamlin fan on this podcast. But it felt like 2010's hissy fit that he fucking had after a bad race. And it's like, dog, you were like 38 years old and a veteran. Please just <laughs> act like a champion once in your fucking life. Like I will say, the advantage he has, which JJR hasn't had in the past, is that they only have one car going exactly. into this race. That's, they're going to put everything into that 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 stable right there. And I'm pretty sure when Kyle won it in 2015, he was the only JGR car, and they definitely gave him a fucking rocket ship. They, I'm trying to think. 2015 was was um was Harvick, uh, Kyle, Truex, and Gordon. So yeah, he yeah, definitely was the right. only. Yeah, yeah. I have faith. Denny's Denny won there last year. Denny so knows not, how to win at Phoenix. We're not even considering Logano here, despite no, him I, being so the defending winner. Thing, I was gonna say Joey Logano. Like I did actually think Joey Logano would win the race, but God, I can't as a Denny Hamlin fan, like say, Oh yeah, Joey Logano's win the championship when Denny Hamlin's right there. Like I can't do it. I have to stick by my guns and like like that's it. But it wouldn't surprise me if Logano won. He fucking was really good in the spring. Who do you, besides Hamlin, and this is a question for all of you, I guess not besides Hamlin for Brad, but who do you want to win? Who do I want to win? I think Chase Elliott would be awesome for NASCAR if he won, but, you know, I, I, I wouldn't be mad. I would be mad if Logano wins, I'd be mad. Anyone else, yeah. it's like, I'm fine with it. I'm what about you, Brad? Um, I'm going to fucking... <laughs> I just think the Cup Series should be abolished. It's awesome. I, think, I don't think the Cup Series holds a functional purpose in society anymore. So that's wins. that is correct, though. He's not wrong. I'm like, like I don't know why. A year ago, I would have pulled for Chase Elliott, but I'm kind of pulling for Brad now. And I don't know. I mean, Brad Keselowski getting a second championship is probably would not validate his career, but you know, maybe just validate the second half of his career i like the storyline going into next year of okay now we have only two multi champions full-time in the sport and it's brad kozlowski versus kyle bush so i feel like they can really build on that rivalry obviously a chase elliott championship would be great um Mm -hmm. but i think it on the flip side of it it's also easier to sell watching next year's playoffs say okay elliot's shown he can make it now can he capitalize type of thing so yeah i'm pulling for brad yeah i mean i think that 2020 has been such a farce obviously it's like yeah (laughs) joey logano is gonna rip my heart out of my my chest and and spit in my mouth on the way out yeah but like 
you know, maybe NASCAR just wants to have one nice thing that they can really, you know, rally on. Well, not one nice thing, but I guess just something nice to finish the season on. And Chase Elliott Championship is probably that, or like, you know, Denny Hamlin. But <laughs> yeah, I, I honestly feel like Chase Elliott would be the, the story NASCAR really wants. And I, I think this wouldn't be the only time they get it too. I mean, he's only got 10 wins in his career and is looking it, it's reminded me a lot of the brad keselowski like rise to 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 glory it's like he's really consistent now just what a weird transition for brad over the last six months like from rumor not going back to penske to now with penske for next year and arguably the championship favorite yeah it's, i it's I'm, I'm happy interesting yeah I'm really so, yeah, Sunday, Sunday, this whole weekend will be fun, man. There's, there's so much going on in the sports world. I know Notre yeah. Dame might be Clemson now because, uh, oh yeah, that's how T-Law's out and it'll be fun. I'm yeah. Excited. I can't wait for him to come back rested, healthy against Florida state and drop 150 points on us. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> going to be great. Going to be awesome. All right. Um, so rounding out the field, what do we have that we missed? Um, oh, all guy or literally. 15 minutes ago, just got announced to the seven car again for next year. Wow. Yeah. Um, the list of things I uh, didn't expect to hear that was not on there because I expected <laughs> that right away. Yes. <laughs> yes. Um, did you talk about Larson to the five last time? I ranted about Larson to the five. I didn't just okay. talk about it. I ranted about it. <laughs> Fair. Do you want to, do you want to talk about it? I think everyone deserves. I think it was chance. a joke that we said. I think that like, if I go back to like episode like 20 or 23 or something last year we joked about larson to the five and we're like ha 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 oh that's not gonna happen and look how stupid we look now i'm more interested to see what his sponsor reaction is his sponsor over the next like cars.com that's what i'm saying like i want to see if he gets any traction or who's going to be that first outside company to say okay we want to give this guy a chance because i'm like i'm more interested about that as a marketing guy than i am about his actual performance next year because I think that, I mentioned that too. Yeah. That team, that team's been off for a while now. The, cause it is, it's the de facto 48 team pretty much. Yeah. Um, just a number change. So I don't know if that's Jimmy's struggles the last years have been due to Jimmy or due to the constant crew chief carousel. So I don't, I don't know. I, I don't, I'm curious to see how he does. I've watched like two of his dirt races and I think he's sponsored by like Lucas oil and, something else that's like mostly just sponsors dirt but i feel like one of them might hop on just for the bristol dirt race because i mean he's the odds on favorite yeah, that's true besides maybe that. christopher bell yeah you probably will see a lot of these one race deals with larson just sponsors like races that get larson their... can easily win like Auto yeah. Club or well, maybe yeah <laughs> like i doubt hendrickcars.com will be on that car for the 500 being the daytona 500 just because someone's gonna say okay we want that canvas and yeah yeah and i'm, I'm sure like hendrick is probably not gonna like you know it's not gonna be super expensive to sponsor larson he wants to try and probably make it more inviting for sponsors to 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 be on larson's car mm-hmm. just because it's like hey this guy showcases talent yeah like I mean, I, I said it already, and I guess I'll just say it again. I really was hoping that, like, you know, maybe it would be the the Kurt Busch road where it's like, you know, maybe he drives a shitty car for one year and then it moves up. But I guess mm-hmm. Hendrick just kind of had this opening, and it was just like, well, we can have a driver for one year, or we can just do Larson now and figure it out as we go. But, I mean, if I'm Noah Grax and I'm just like, well, what the hell? It's the best case scenario for Larson, though, because oh, not for Larson, he literally not for Larson, for Hendrick, right. for Hendrick, because 
not only does Hendrick get a, a a talent like Larson, but they also got to sign into pretty much a rookie contract. From oh yeah, what no, I heard. He's, he's being paid piss in a jar, basically. Like it's yeah. not much. Yeah, he's probably the least paid driver at HMS, which is weird. Reed Sorensen might have make more money than yeah. this man. <laughs> the, the 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 true Ganassi goat. Oh, All right, so rounding Ke- out the field from this week, uh, haven't really had much news in terms of silly season. Is there an, is there an F one race this weekend? No, they're off this weekend. God, I don't even know what I'm going to do now. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm excited to get up at five a.m. for Turkey. Whenever that is, yeah, two weekends from week. now. Yeah, is that's at five a.m. Yep. Okay, yeah. bet definitely not watching that one. <laughs> Actually, you know what? I might just do the all nighter. I did an all nighter Australian Grand Prix in 2018. That was awesome, dude. In three weeks, we got Bahrain at 7 a.m. That one I will wake up for. That you one can't I can't wait for that race. Yeah, that one's gonna be an absolute oh, disaster. It's 10 a.m. The oh, oval, cool. the Bahrain. Oh, no, the ovals. The ovals at noon. That oh god, out. they really want everyone because they made it a night race, like a full on night oh, race. Oh Jesus, God bless them. God yeah, bless them. Yeah. So Let's we, suck. the final three races of the season, it's ten o'clock start, twelve o'clock start, and ten o'clock starts, or maybe eight a.m. I forget what Abu Dhabi is. Who gives shit about Abu Dhabi though? Hey, it's pretty. I, I give a shit about Abu Dhabi. But nobody really race cares well. about Yas Marina. Let's be honest. Yeah. All right. Oh, hey, Matthew is sending me his picks right now. He said Chase. Okay, <laughs> but with a, with a period at the end, he's not happy about it. <laughs> um, also, just, Alpha oh, Romeo no. announced both their drivers back. I, I'm so surprised Kimi Raikkonen is still driving. I'm more in, surprised in Giovinazzi came back because I feel like he really hasn't done much this season. And... He's man, I swear to God, I'm going to say something like Antonio Giovinazzi is like 29 years old. He's going to say he's like 13. I genuinely don't know how old he is. Antonio Giovinazzi. No, no, I'm looking it up first. No, I got he you. Is... He is 26. Got you. Fuck you, Kevin. Well, I was close, <laughs> actually, on the 29. Uh, yeah, he I... has been around for a while, though. I mean, I don't know, because you got to think Raikkonen's out after 2020. Oh, he has 34 starts. Actually, he hasn't been around. you got to think Raikkonen's out after 2021, and maybe yeah, the look. reason for keeping Giovinazzi is they want whoever rookie they sign to have someone to kind of look up to within the team. But then Haas yeah, right now is Kimmy, not, not Antonio. I think Kimmy's gone after last year, after next year. Dude, honestly, I thought Kimmy was gone two years ago after he left Ferrari. I guess he's, I mean, he's fine with, I mean, he was what three laps away from getting a podium pretty much this week. If he would have stayed out a little bit longer before, uh, Verstappen's tire blew. It is what it is, man. Can't yeah. do anything about it. Um, what else? Pierre Gasly back to Alphatari. Yeah, I mentioned year. that. Good for him. Good for him. Um, still no word on that second seat. Albon is gone. You gotta, especially after this week, he's gone. Man, I do like Albon, but he I likes doing Albon this funny. Uh, he likes doing his funny Vettel impersonations of Spinella. So I hope he goes to yeah. Alphatari. Um, I really want to see that storyline. Yeah, I and really would love him to and Gasly. see him and Gasly fight each other before every single race. And but I guess then that... they end up like Magnussen. And... God, yeah, what if I Magnussen get... just moves into Red Bull next year? <laughs> I hope Magnussen goes to IndyCar. I hope that, that I don't ever have to see Roman Grosjean ever again on my television. <laughs> why? <laughs> he's, a, he's a French baguette, that's why. He's entertainment. <laughs> he is entertainment, but I've yeah, had enough. Christ. 
Great. Roman Grosjean was like the first few seasons of like Family Guy where it's like, oh yeah, this is kind of funny. I don't, I don't get it, but it's funny. And now it's just kind of like, please go away. Yeah. I but besides I, that, I think I that's on him a lot. all about it for uh, silly season this week. Jimmy Johnson was testing today at the Carvana car looks Barber so. Motorsports Park, which he will be racing at next year. Yeah, the, I'm 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 very excited for uh, I'm very excited for Jimmy to do that and me actually liking him again. It'll be, be fun. Nice. Yeah, yeah IndyCar Jimmy is going to be awesome. He'll bring like a lot of buys this year, which Dale. is good. Yeah. yeah. Well, um, I, I don't. I, I don't know any. I don't have anything else because I just did not do my research this week. I feel like uh, FSU plays Pitt this week. That's gonna be fun. Yeah, I'm excited to. I think Tua's jersey is gonna be retired be for the next, first hour. next game. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> Who do y'all play? <laughs> Who do we play? Good question. Miami Dolphins. Brad, you are a Dolphins fan, don't? I'm I'm a Dolphins fan. I have no idea who we're playing next week. Cardinals. (laughs) That actually is going to be a fantastic game because it's it's wait at where? Uh, in Arizona. Oh, Oh, Brad, fans. There might be fans. There are fans at the game. I have like a bunch of my friends. I mean, there's fans at Phoenix. Yeah. Mm, There were fans in South Florida, and like three of my friends went to the game, and you know, day game or night game. It's at four thirty, so I'm going to definitely be nice and nice and toasty for that game. My, I, I don't know if I could go, but I might be able to go. Dude, honestly, if you get the chance to go, I, I do it, man. Like that's our, that's our franchise right there. Forty-two hundred fans. Um, fuck, that's not a lot. Yeah, that's yeah. not a lot at all. <laughs> Dude, if you get the chance, though, I, I hope you, I hope you get to go. That's gonna be a lot of fun to watch us play the Cardinals. Uh. You guys play tonight, uh, Kevin. Who who you yeah. got? Bucks so are going to absolutely slaughter the Giants. It's not even yeah, a big game. I might I might go over to my buddy's place to watch that tonight. It's going to be fun. Oh oh, one thing that is tonight that I will put on my phone and definitely watch is the championship race for the Coca Cola I Racing Series. Someone's about to be a hundred thousand dollars richer. Were they technically sixty six thousand dollars richer because of taxes? <laughs> is uh, is it at Phoenix Homestead? Wait, what? The way that a championship should be. <laughs> Why? Because that's where championships are made. No, that's where from championships the marketing Hold on, I think Why? there's someone at my door. Why hype up another track? Uh, whatever. I mean, dude, Homestead is the better track, though. Also, I forgot to lock my door. Jesus, I'm dead right there. <laughs> well, well I guess these... that is it for uh, this, this episode. Yeah, next week we'll be back. I'm going to make a very badly edited version of last year's award show. We're going to interview like almost everyone that's been on the show this year. Not great. interview, but just talk to people. Well, Brad, you're already on it. This has been your penance. Oh, God. What? <laughs> this, is, this, is, this is what you, you get. So Thank you, though, right Brad, here. for coming on. We, we appreciate okay. you last minute hopping on the previous. Yes. Thank you. Um, so yeah, make sure to check out our partners at stadiumscene.tv. Uh, they have been awesome partnering with us this year. We've gotten a lot of brand new listeners. So thank you to them. They are your source for people trying to make their name in the podcasting video and blogging game and sports. Uh, you check out all your favorite new podcasts from baseball to lacrosse. And of course us. Um, and best of all, if you are looking to make podcasts, videos, and blogs, check out their MVP network where you can connect 
two thousands of new listeners and viewers. That might have been the best ad read I've ever done. Clean that. That was, that was very nice. clean. I didn't make any <laughs> fart noises or anything. That's really that was really great. Impressive. I'm proud of you. Um, but yeah, uh, make sure to follow us on Twitter, uh, Instagram, um, uh, Twitch. Yeah, make sure to follow us on Twitch. We are going to try and do this. With, we were going to do the Twitch live stream last week. We were going to probably try again for maybe Phoenix or something. We're going to do some test runs. But 2021, we'll be doing watch parties. So make sure to follow us there at LTLN Podcast um, and follow us subscribe to us on itunes and spotify and and, and stuff <laughs> i think we're on apple or, or amazon podcast now too which is i don't even know amazon have podcasts so uh, yeah out. they do yeah they do shout Shouts out. out amazon and give us money um so yeah until next time i've been anthony i've been kevin i'm brad sweet sweet all right perfect <laughs> we'll see you guys next week love you bye 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 hold your breath make a wish Count to three. Come with me and you'll be in a world of pure imagination. Take a look and you'll see into your imagination. We'll begin with a spin traveling in the world of my creation. What we'll see will defy explanation.